This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. On this episode of the Bowhunter Planet Podcast, we will be talking to Nikki Tilly from the Miss Wild Game Nation show, and it'll be part of our Women That Hunt series. So, today we have with us myself, James Nopum, Jay Dumas, Bob McGee, and Tim Mazzarana. talked to Shannon earlier, actually, so uh, oh we're, we're going to make sure that you, yours is better than hers, I guess, right? She said you were the weak link. <laughs> <laughs> I love Shannon. That is not what she said. That's so weird. <laughs> no, I say it. Just kidding. We're kidding. Okay. So I guess we'll just go ahead and start. So how did you get started hunting, and uh, and how did you get hooked up with Wild Game Nation? So I actually, um, I grew up here on a farm in North Carolina, and my grandpa was a huge hunter and an outdoorsman and fishing, hunting, four-wheeling, you name it. And so I just grew up right into it. Um, you know, I was his little sidekick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he taught, he has taught me everything that I know about hunting and fishing and farming and everything. And so that's how I got started is my grandpa. And um, I have been able to now travel and do what I do because of the stuff that he has taught me. And so now I'm able to go to other places and learn from other people. And um, so I obviously kind of put myself out there on social media, and um, I do modeling as well. But I've always kept the two separate up until a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, where I was just kind of like, hey, you know what? I want to model camouflage. Like, how cool is that? Yeah. So, um, to be a model and a country girl, I was like, I want to incorporate those two worlds. And uh, so, yeah, I've been going strong ever since on my social media. And uh, next thing you know, I get a uh, a direct message, a DM from Matt Busted. <laughs> now, did you know who he was he, when he uh, when he DM'd you? I did not. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I felt so bad, but I get just a random message. I mean, I get a lot of messages, and I try to make sure I get through all of them. And then I get this one from him, and he's talking about a TV show. Well, I've got emails before from people in California and these people who are saying that they're with this big TV show and they want to, like, talk with me and... Mm -hmm. It's basically all been a lie. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> this is, is another, another lie. One of these, yeah, I'm like, is this another one of these guys that's just kind of pulling my leg? 
and just because I have a lot of people following me on social media. And but no, so I googled him and. <laughs> <laughs> That's like hilarious. oh that guy. Uh, well, it's it's funny because Shannon Shannon, Shannon kind of actually had a had a similar, similar yeah. story, um, you know, because she was approached by a company that she was kind of questioning, and uh, it, it's hilarious because we're actually a fake podcast. Uh huh. It was it was so funny. I honestly felt so bad. Um, but yeah, I mean and. I ain't going to lie to him. I was like, I Googled you, dude. Like, I didn't know who you were. Oh, you got to. Love it. I At love that it. point, you have to just come yeah. clean with him, yeah? Yeah. So how fun is, is it to work with Matt? I mean, we I watch his shows all the time, and you see it. He's just always having fun. I know he's really good at what he does, but he just seems like a fun guy to hang out with. Oh, yeah. Matt is so awesome. Um, he's very smart and talented at what he does, and just... Being a part of that with him and the whole crew was awesome. I mean, the whole crew was great. But it's so funny because all of my friends and people on social media have actually reached out to me and has asked me. They're like, is Matt really such a, a butthead? Like, is that <laughs> real? <laughs> everybody thought he was being, like, kind of rude sometimes and me being there, I didn't ever catch that vibe, you know, because yeah. I was actually there working with them and everything. But people was like, yeah, the way he just did this to y'all or the way he said this to y'all, it just was really rude. Is he really like that? <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, Matt's a really nice guy. He's really not. Yeah. Which you, whatever you think might be on TV or no, what yeah. it right. looks I, like. I think that's the beauty of reality TV, right? Is yeah. that uh, you, you can make people out to be whatever <laughs> yeah. you want. Yeah. Which is, uh, which yeah, is, that's, which that's is not bad. the way I took it at all. I, I thought was, <laughs> every episode I watch is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And we talked with Shannon about how you guys were um, scoring the bucks with the Wild Game Innovation Tape. <laughs> yeah, what do you like yeah. to hunt the most? Okay, so. I would have to say my favorite type of hunting, which so far I've only done it one time, but I, it was a dream of mine um, from a very early age, and it's something that I'm actually going to pursue a lot more this fall, but it's elk hunting. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah, so I, um, it was a dream of mine to like go out. I love out west. Um, I'm just a Western type of girl, you know. Um, I'm a horse girl, so I've always dreamed of wide, uh, riding in the wide open spaces with my horse and hunting. And uh, last November, I actually went to Montana to hunt elk for the first time. And although I did not get an elk, it was the most challenging emotionally and physically and the, like the most I've ever learned in a hunt and so just I mean I'm totally I would not be upset if I did not only if I hunted elk for the rest of my life and nothing else that would be fine with me <laughs> did you do a pack-in hunt where you took the horses no we did not we actually hiked every single day Oof. and we hiked up to um elevation of 10,000 I believe was the highest we got to um we hiked oh my gosh I want to say like 
15 to 20 miles a day. Uh, it was Jeez. it was insane, and I <laughs> felt like a wimp. How early did you show up on the hunt? Because I know you got to acclimate to the ele- elevation. Yes, and so I'm telling my buddies that I'm going with, I'm like, yeah, I was like, I'm a mountain girl, you know, I live here in the mountains in North Carolina, I hike all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, Those are hills, darling. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I learned that very quickly, that the mountains here in North Carolina are different than the ones in Montana. <laughs> so I guess you're recommending a little uh, PT, a little physical training before we get out there and do those type of hunts, huh? Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, I mean, I work out almost every day, and I hike my little hills here in North Carolina as much as I can every week or wherever I may be. And there is nothing, really, that you can prepare yourself for that elevation and that amount of hiking other than what I can think of is just being out there or living out there and doing it almost on a daily basis. Correct. I mean, it's it's insane. I just did a 3D shoot here in Michigan that was sponsored by Mountain Ops, Extreme Mountain Challenge. What? It's uh, out west. You got it. And as you know, most of their courses are set up out west, Utah, Colorado, Montana. And we had it here at a ski resort in Michigan. And these guys were laughing at everybody because the mountain that, or the hill that we were climbing and go, traversing, coming up and down, it was maybe 1,400 feet. These guys are used to hunting and setting these courses up at six to eight thousand feet, and they just couldn't believe how how hard it was for the people in Michigan to do this course. So it's definitely yeah, a big like, yeah, definitely a big difference. <laughs> well, yeah, fitness is, is a big it. part of it. You know, I it, it's it, you know with all the hunting that you do, it's the prep work, it's the time that you put in, and all that stuff, which is awesome. So. Um, Absolutely. So back to back to Miss Wild Game. What was the uh, what was the craziest part of filming? <laughs> so, um, well, there was a moment um, where uh, me and Shannon was neck and neck on the paddleboard competition because we attempted to fish and none of us like got a fish, and that was just. That was awful. That was, we totally had to go to plan B super quick. And so Matt's just like, all right, paddleboard competition right now. And I'm like, holy crap. That's hilarious. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I can win this because I need some points at this point. And so me and Shannon's neck and neck, and I I was just looking at the dock, and that's all I was thinking about was getting to that dock first. And the next thing I know, I reach the dock, and then my entire body just goes, like my paddleboard didn't stop. Like, the top of my body stopped with, like, contacting the dock. Oh, no. My feet and everything else just kept on just uh, gliding across the water on the paddleboard and so there I go underneath the dock and everybody's dropping their cameras thinking that I passed out and everything and it was 
I just mm. laughing about it when I came up, but I was like, "What in the?" It was it was funny, <laughs> but I was just thinking. I had I was in competition mode. I was like, "I gotta win this because I was not doing good on points at all," and so any little thing I could do to get some extra points is what I was trying to do. So, <laughs> so now that you kind of got a taste of the whole hunting industry and. Uh, you know, and a show, are you going to kind of pursue that in the future, or is this kind of a one-time deal for you? No, um, I think I am open to ideas all the time. Um, so it's every time I go in the woods now, it's all filmed pretty much. And um, so I at least have it no matter where it may be used. Um, when I do, I am going to Canada this fall as well as Montana, Idaho, and Washington. Um, Not only will I hunt elk, I'll be uh, hunting bear and moose as well. So that's going to be So jealous. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But you know what? I have actually, so I've been giving Matt a hard time. I want to go back and do a redemption hunt. (laughs) So... I mean, like, yeah, I guess you could say I would love to film with those guys again and be on a Wild Game Nation again for my redemption hunt. Like, I, I'm not letting him live that down. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I have one. I have one better for you though. If you ever want to shoot a huge doe. <laughs> Michigan. You can come here to Michigan. We'll put you on a huge doe. We got some big does. Yeah, there's some coyotes <laughs> up here. We'll hook you up. <laughs> uh, no, that's awesome. I, you know, as part of our women that hunts here, that you know, the big reason why I think this is important to us is that you know, we we as a, as you know, bow and our planet, we want to get the community out there. We want to get everybody engaged in hunting, and I think a lot of times the the women aspect of the hunting goes unnoticed. And so we want to absolutely spotlight. Um, the women hunters out there that are inspirations, and, and that's you. And we thank you for that. Um, I know you talked a little bit about how you got into hunting. Do you what do you do? Like, do you have do you have kids? Do you have um, other people that you're getting into hunting? What what's kind of your your background with that? So I actually have two little nephews that are everybody thinks they're my kids. So I just I go with it. You know, it don't bother me one bit. But um, I'm actually they have their own little bows uh, <laughs> that they got um, from Santa. And uh, so I'll be out there target practicing, and here they come. They'll come and try to shoot everything. And so they're getting interested in it. And not only are am I tr- doing, like, helping my nephews, but um, I actually volunteer a lot with a nonprofit. Um, and I take cancer kids hunting. Awesome. And, um it might be hunting, it might be fishing, or just simply enjoying the outdoors. Um, but it, you would not believe the amount of messages that I have got from parents on social media telling me how their kids, like I've got pictures of their kids in a row uh, watching TV, watching Miss Wild Game, and they've told me how that I've inspired them. Yeah. And so, you know, I'll send them a little uh, thank you, like a picture or a couple hats or whatever. But um, 
if just something simple as that is inspiring these kids to get out there and hunt, that is incredible to me and just shows you the power of social media. Absolutely. And you don't even have to be there in person with them. It's it's insane to me. No, that's awesome. And you have a great following going for you. I mean, the Miss Wild Game thing, awesome, awesome in the resume, too, which is, I mean, you did such an amazing job, which is good. Um, and, and again, like the, with our Women That Hunt series, for us to be able to spotlight women that are out there enjoying the outdoors, you know, it, it's for absolutely everybody. It's not for dads and sons, it's for moms, it's for daughters, it's for nieces, it's for nephews and everything. And uh, we just, you know, we, we appreciate you being on the show and really sharing your story and hopefully being even more of an inf- in inspiration for uh, everybody out there. So we really thank you, Nikki, for, for joining us. We, we hope to have you on again at some point in the near future here to, uh, to really just keep spotlighting what you're doing out there and doing what you love. So thank you for joining us today. Absolute blast and a pleasure. Thank you, Nick. Thanks. You have a great one, okay? Good, yep. Good luck on your redemption, Elkhart. Take care. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.